Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you are tuning in, and hope that you would be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Come here today, amen. Now I'm going to get into a new series that we starting today entitled The Inside, uh, Inside Man. I'm excited to start this series with you. I'm going to tell you now, this is one of those series that you're really going to have to take notes and pay attention because this series, we will discover what the spirit man is and how it relates to the work of grace in our lives in order that we may walk in community with the heavenly father. I want you to say this over yourself right now and say, I have a spirit man. When you don't know that, then you'll be living this life ignorantly to think that you only have a body and a soul. You have a spirit man. Say it again, I have a spirit man. So I want you to go with me to John 3, 6. I'm going to do a, uh, open up our message series today with a message entitled Born of God. Born of God. Um, everyone, let's read it all over the room. Let's read that which is born of flesh is flesh let's read it one more time amen all right so let's get straight into it because i got a lot to cover and i'm trying to make sure we stay in good time of getting out today amen let's first deal with this the makeup of man the makeup of man some people, ladies and gentlemen, will believe or comes from more of a carnal view to believe that you are just body and soul, meaning that you're dualistic. You're not dualistic. The Bible doesn't teach that we're dualistic. It teaches that we're, um, we consist of three parts. It's i.e. Uh, tri, uh, triparite um, uh, is what is the, the definition, meaning that you're consisting of three parts, meaning body, soul, and spirit. Say it with me, body, soul, and spirit, all right? And so you're made up of three parts. And so let's, let's uh, further go, uh, the Bible teaches about this, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now it says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, this is lowercase s, is not referring to uh, the Holy Spirit is referring to the man, the spirit of a man saying your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul tells the, Desil the church of Thessalonica may now may the peace may the God of peace himself do what sanctify what you completely. That means he's not saying that he, I'm just sanctifying your body and soul. No, I'm sanctifying your spirit, soul, and body. When Jesus died on the cross, he died so that you could be a complete person. Amen. Spirit, soul, and body. He's saying sanctify you. May he sanctify, meaning that may he, may he set your spirit, soul, and body. May it be sanctified through the washing of his blood. Amen? Amen? And so, ladies and gentlemen, he's trying to sanctify us completely. 
because before uh, uh, you have to understand that during the fall, we were corrupted. We are born, we are shaped in iniquity and you needed to be saved. You needed to be sanctified, your body, soul and spirit. Now, let's keep on pushing forward. Let's talk further about these three parts for a second. Let's get into the body. The body, it is through the physical body that man comes into contact with the physical world. It's termed world consciousness. Now, before I go any deeper, I want to explain something. What I'm teaching you is not new age philosophy. Some of these words, consciousness, and all of this stuff is, is, you know, it's it's similar verbiage that new age philosophy uses because it's really stealing from from the word of God. But anyway, uh, but, but I'm going to get into you what the real difference is in a second. The body, ladies and gentlemen, your physical body is made up of flesh. The Bible in John three sixteen says, he, whoever's born of the flesh is flesh. The flesh, ladies and gentlemen, is not just referring to, uh, the, to, to our skin and all, and, and, and what you see physically. It also refers to this animalistic nature that we have. And I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper in just a second. Hello, I'm Vernon Hill Sr., teaching pastor here at TCF. Hello, my name is Aretha Hill. I am the director of Glory Girls. Thank you for watching us today. If you're in need of a church community and you feel the Lord leading you to connect to this ministry, become more than a member. Be a partner. When you partner with TCF, you become an agent of change, assisting the vision and the mission of the church to connect lives of the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. We would love to partner in community and do life with you. So come to TCF. We look forward to seeing you. And remember, transformation starts here. And so we have the body, ladies and gentlemen, world consciousness. It means is that our body, we, our body is moved by our senses. All right. And we see the world through our senses. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we become conscious of the things of this world based upon our senses. And then ladies and gentlemen, you have a soul. You have a soul. Your soul, ladies and gentlemen, comprises your intellect. It aids us in the present state of existence and the emotions that proceed from the senses. This is called self-consciousness. And so all of your emotions, all of that is made up in the soul. Your ability to have uh, of your free will is in the part of your soul. That's where your free will, it is the organ in which free will operates. It's from the soul. This is going to make sense in just a second. Just bear with me for a little moment so that you can explain this a little, so I can help help you understand a little further. So the soul belongs to man's own self and reveals personality. It expresses your individuality, how everybody's individual. You know what I mean? It it is the expression of where our free will is. It's the organ in which the spirit and body are completely merged. Meaning that the soul is the medium of the body and the spirit. The way the spirit, the spirit does not act, cannot act directly to your body. That means it, it needs a medium, which is the soul. It is through the soul, whereas though the body, where the soul can interact with body and spirit. But neither one can act alone. 
meaning that the soul, meaning that the body cannot act separate from the soul and the spirit cannot act separate from the soul. It needs the soul. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 6, when God created man, he made him a living soul. A living soul. That means that a spirit, a soul that was, that, that was living and what made the soul living is that God breathed his breath. Breathe this breath into man. In the, in, the, in the Greek, it's called pneuma. He breathed into man. He breathed into man and, and man became what? A living soul. In Genesis, you see the, the three parts in Genesis when God created us from the dust, the shell, the flesh. Then man had a soul because with man having a soul, man has free will. And then man has spirit, which is the pneuma, the breath of God. And because of that, now they, man has been made what? A living soul. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul, the soul stands between these two worlds, yet belongs to both. It is linked <coughs> with the spiritual world through the spirit and with the material world through the body. It also possesses the power of free will, hence is able to choose from among its environments. The spirit cannot act directly upon the body. It needs a medium. And that medium is the soul produced by the touching of the spirit with the body. The soul, therefore, stands between spirit and the body, binding these two together. The spirit can subdue the body through the medium of the soul so that it will obey God. Likewise, the body through the soul can draw the spirit into loving the world. This is important for you to understand. How does Adam make a decision like that in the garden? It's because that his, that what, he, what his senses were drew him into the deception that the enemy had. Therefore, his spirit experiences spiritual death because of his decision. Because in his soul, he has free will. Why do you think your soul has to be redeemed? Because you will never love God and never live up to the standard of God because your body will influence your soul in the things of this world. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So you have your soul. You see how important our souls need to be delivered because if not, your thoughts, your emotions, your, it will all be ruled and controlled by your senses. Does that make sense? And that's how, we, that's how we can fall into temptation right there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the, the, the next thing so that you can understand that the, the spirit man in the soul is not the same. Here it is, the spirit, the part which we communicate with God and by which we alone are able to apprehend and worship him. It is the highest distinctive part of man, the immortal part, termed God consciousness. Ladies and gentlemen, the spirit man is not the Holy Spirit. Your spirit man is not the Holy Spirit. The spirit man is the place in which the Holy Spirit dwells, if you are a believer. Because if you're not a believer, your spirit man is dead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the difference between the spirit and the soul is you have to understand that God does not communicate with your soul. 
He communicates with the spirit. The moment when death entered the world is the moment, ladies and gentlemen, that the spirit man no longer had that connection that it did with God. Now, everyone after Adam has been born and shaped into sin, ladies and gentlemen, to the point where is though that there is spiritual separation. Most people think they're living at a high form of spirituality, but they're living in the soulish realm. Because in order for you to live on a high level of a spirit, uh, a spirituality, the spirit man has to be awakened. And the spirit man is not awakened without you believing on Jesus Christ. So, so many people talk about, oh, I'm, I just, I'm a spirit, I'm spiritual. How are you spiritual? Because the truth of the matter is, if you want to know what real spirituality is, that means is that your spirit man has been awakened to who Jesus is. And if your spirit man is not awakened to who Jesus is, you're still living in a soulish realm, which is self-consciousness. See, this is the difference between new ageism and what the Bible actually teaches. Because the truth of the matter is, is that new ageism tells you that you are God and you have power in self, that self-consciousness. And you're still under the lust and all of that stuff of your self-consciousness. But the Bible comes and tells you, you are not told to be self-conscious. You're supposed to be God-conscious because it's not about self. It's about him. So the God, so the Bible teaches that we are not to be about ourselves. The Bible teaches that we ought to be about the things of God and the kingdom of God. So if I'm going to live in the highest form of spirituality, it is, in, it is in the part of the distinctive part of man, which is the spirit of man. That is the highest form. Anybody who tells you anything different is still living in the soulish part of man which is not the highest form of spirituality. Because the reality is, is that only the Holy Spirit can awaken the spiritual man. All right, well, let's go some more. This is how we're going to back this up because we serve from the spirit man. This is what the Bible teaches. For God is my witness whom I serve with my what? Spirit in the gospel of his son. That without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. Look at this again. The S is lowercase. This is not referring to the Holy Spirit. This is referring when Paul said, for God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit. If you cannot serve from your soulish place, you have to serve from the spirit place. Because if you serve in the soul, that means you're serving on your own strength. That's why I can't preach in my soulish face. I can, but that means I'm not really relying on God. Because when I, when I'm, when I serve from the spirit, that means every, I'm allowed the spirit to control the actions of my body. Are you hearing what I say? When you sing, you sing from, you should sing from the place of not your talent. You sing from that God uses your talent, but there's a place in God that you start singing from your spirit. I start singing spiritual songs and making mentions of all of those things because I'm coming from a place of singing from my spirit. It's not from the soul. Soul is about, is what you do in secular world. I don't need to meet somebody's soul when I'm delivering the gospel through singing. I need to meet their spirit. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's why so many people, you could be talented at singing, but it don't move no one's spirit. Why? Because you're not singing from the place of the spirit. You're singing from the place of your soulish realm, the place of your talent. Are you hearing what I say? Ladies and gentlemen, you can be deceived to know when somebody is not really live, is not really singing from or ministering or serving from the place of their spirit. Because eventually the soul will show. <laughs> the soul will show. How can people say, I'm a believer, but still be nasty? Because they're not living in the spirit realm. They're living by the soulish. Because that's not a fruit of the spirit. Because the fruit of the spirit is given to us by the Holy Spirit that resides now in our spirit man, that which empowers us to be able to bear the fruit of the spirit. All right. So we serve from a place of the spirit. Is this making sense so far? You have to understand this. This is how you live in the highest form of your spirituality with Christ. Here he is. We worship from the spirit man. Even Jesus, again, Jesus saying, but the hour is coming now is when true worshipers will worship the father in what? Spirit and truth. Not from soul and truth, from spirit and truth. Because real communion with the father happens from your spirit man, not your soul. If you really want to be, if you're really at a place of really being, with having real union with God is not from your soul. God don't speak to your soul. He speaks to the spirit man. The reason why he speaks to the spirit man is because the spirit man is the only component of your body capable of being ministered to. Because you are now in your, in your original form. Because God is spirit and so are you. So if, a, if God is spirit, he can't speak solely directly to your soul. He has to speak to that spirit place. Because he will only identify with what looks like him. <laughs> That's why Jesus had to come. Jesus told that woman at the well, listen, it don't matter that Samaritan woman. It's coming an hour and the hour is now here that true worshipers will worship in spirit. And in truth, that's where real unity with God is. It's from the soul place. People are waiting to, excuse me, it's from the spirit place. People are waiting. Oh, I just need a feeling of my self-consciousness. You know, in my senses. It's not going to happen. He's like, I want you for God to speak to me. How is your spirit man awakened? Because you're asking God to speak and you may not be awakened. Why? Because you haven't been born again. I'm going to get to John 3 in a second because it's about to make all make sense. It's about to all make sense. Is this making sense so far? I, I'm really, if it's not, we're going to have Tuesday night if it's not because I'm going to make sure that you understand this. I got to, if you have to understand this teaching, this is, this is empowered teaching. Here we go. There we go. We receive revelation from the spirit place, from the spirit man. Here we go. Revelations 1 and 10. Here we go. This is what uh, this is what it says. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. 
Here, ladies and gentlemen, though the term spirit is capitalized in this verse, the Greek wording is not decisive. So John could be referring either to being in a special communion with the Holy Spirit or to being in a trance-like state in his own spirit that, uh, that Peter experienced at Joppa. And this comes from Acts chapter 10, verses 10 and 11. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the Greek wording for this word spirit is not decisive, but it comes. But we can look at it and see that either he was still that in his spirit, man, he saw revelation. Come on, come on, come on. In his spirit, man, he received revelation, ladies and gentlemen, that he said in the Lord's day, I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. And the book of Revelation, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus has given the last, the last thing to John on the island of Patmos. And John was able to see things because he's been awakened. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit enables your spirit man to of the truths of God's word. That's when people try to find out how am I not understanding the Bible because you're reading from a cardinal place, not from the spiritual place. You're reading to try to comprehend from your senses. And not everything in the Bible is going to, is going to appeal to your senses. That's why faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God because faith takes us past the senses and into the immaterial or the or the spiritual realm to understand certain revelatory concepts that we cannot get based on the surface level of our senses. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is beyond man's intellect. While God can appeal to your intellect, he's beyond your intellect. Are you hearing what I say to you? He's beyond your intellect. Now, again, the spirit is the element of God consciousness. Your spirit cannot, your spirit man cannot, and I repeat again, cannot be awakened without the power of the Holy Ghost. I have to make that clear because I just feel in my spirit that this is known. You felt it in your soul, something about that, but not in the spirit place. You have to be a born-again believer to truly understand your spiritual man. I don't care what the I don't care what New Age teaches you. I don't care what these new ideas and philosophies of the universe and all of this stuff that's been around for the longest time tell you. I don't care whatever religion tells you. Ladies and gentlemen, that can help you practice discipline and all of that stuff, but it's trying to teach you to discipline a soul man that cannot be disciplined without the and oh my god, the intervention of the Holy Spirit to intervene in the spiritual man so that the spiritual man can then take control back over your soul man because right now you're only living based on soul and body hallelujah and you can do all the things that they tell you to do to discipline yourself and guess what you'll still fall short because you're living not in the highest form of what man was created in I wish I really I got to live by my highest form and that's the spirit. Hello everyone, my name is Vernon Hill, Executive Director here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. What better way to grow in your Christian faith than in community with other believers? We invite you to be a part of Transform Life, our life groups here at TCF. 
Connect with any of our life groups for encouragement and support as you grow in your Christian faith. We're so excited to be able to walk this journey with you. Ladies and gentlemen, people want to give us stuff that are, 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 are so false. They want you to live by things that don't work. It's not the truth. Because the reality of the matter is, can I help you? The Bible says that God has placed eternity in all of our hearts. He's placed eternity in all of our hearts. The spirit man is dead, but it longs to find out what it needs to be awakened. That's why when people come to salvation, that's why God had to place eternity in our hearts so that it can eventually, the curiosity would lead them back to him. Because I have to be in a place of the spiritual realm. You cannot be connected to the spirit without you being born again. All right. Can, I, can, can we go deeper? Let's go. Let's, 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 let's do this. I didn't even have it there. I added it last minute. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. This is what Mary said. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God, my father, in, my, in God, my savior. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the, do I, here's, the, here, here's, the, here's the thing. It says my spirit rejoiced. Your soul can never rejoice because it's in a self-conscious state. But my spirit can tell, command my soul to rejoice. The Bible, the psalmist said, I command myself to praise the Lord. How can I command myself? I got to command myself from my spiritual place to then, because guess what? It, my, though my soul could be in despair, my spirit man can come into a place of praise. And then if my spirit man come into a place of praise, even though I'm in despair, my spirit man kick in till that soul praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast before the Lord. Uh, because my spirit man knows how to bless the Lord at all times. My soul don't know how to do it. Oh, glory. How the Bible, why the Bible tells us in everything, give God thanks because it's the will of God. Because the spirit man can get disconnected to the Holy Spirit to know at all times, no matter what I'm going through, I can command my soul to praise the Lord. Even if you feel a little depressed, even if you feel like the weight of the world is against you, the reality of the matter is your spirit man awakens and says, so praise ye the Lord. and gentlemen if it's it's the medium and that's why you need the spirit to tell your soul and tell your body get up from where you are and praise the lord you need to tell that anxiety you don't got me my spirit man awakens and tells my soul 
when you're born of the spirit here it is here it is when he's born of the substance the spiritual man has to be born anew it has to be born anew so that I can be activated and live in my highest form ladies and gentlemen whoo, I wish he was here y'all making me nervous y'all sit down whoo Jesus cool glory hallelujah Ooh, glory says that my spirit rejoice in God my savior my spirit is telling is rejoicing in God my savior when you are in a place of soul you think it's yourself you think it's you that made it possible. You think it is you, ladies and gentlemen, who is able to move mountains and move doors. And you talk about the power of I and what I am able to do. But when you live by the spirit man, the spirit man is awakened. That is God that makes all things possible. It is God that makes all things new. It is God that opens doors and shuts doors. And God is able to be able to bring me in the presence of man that's when you understand that you living in a God conscious when you live in God conscious you can look at your bank account as you're working hard and know that eventually I'm gonna keep working and I'm gonna keep working God gonna open the door it's when I go on a God conscious that my faith I don't know where you're taking me God I don't know what you're doing in my life God but my spirit man said I'm gonna keep following you all the days of my life knowing that goodness and mercy are glory that's where I were that's the place said those who were born of the flesh is flesh those who's born of the spirit is spirit it is the spirit around it's the spiritual the spirit man the inside man that has to be awakened. If that awakens, then you can live in real consciousness. How else do you think you get conviction of sin? You're not convicted when you're not when you're when your spirit man is dead. You only get conviction, ladies and gentlemen, when your new man is awakened that you offend God. <laughs> it's not condemnation. Stop trying to make that God's condemning you. He ain't condemning nothing. He's trying to shape you. The new man is awakened now. That's why Nicodemus in John 3, and I, I had to stop because this is gone south. The Lord has done what he's going to do. Here he is. He said, John, Nicodemus was trying to understand this. Pharisee man comes in the middle of the night trying to figure out all, all of this. Ladies and gentlemen, he... I, He's like, what do you mean born again? What is that? What does that mean? What does that do? I, do I got to get back in my mother's? He's like, no, man, that, that, that's not what it is. No, it's those who believe are born again, born anew. What happens at this place of regeneration, which is the first step of everything, is understanding that the, your, your, the man, the spirit man that was dead, is now awakened 
It has been now resurrected with Christ. And what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, is that as you live in God consciousness, you start then you start sinning less because you're you're operating in your highest form of life. Here's the where's the kicker is that the flesh is there and it's still there. But here's the thing. It's the war between the flesh and the spirit that is constantly trying to pull both of them want your attention. But your soul ultimately makes the decision which one you're going to follow. <laughs> the reason why people are not. You may be born again and regenerated, but you're not really living in the resurrected life. You're still living as a carnal believer because you just can't let it go. That's when that spirit man has to tell that soul. It didn't work for me then, and it ain't going to work for me now. And you can't live off of your senses alone. You can't live off that. The spirit man is connected with unity with God. He goes into a place, I never understand. I'm born anew because his spirit has awakened me. From where I am. His spirit has awakened me from where I am. And so I'ma stop. I'll pick this up. I'll pick this up. Oh man. Jesus the Christ. Father where you are connect with your heavenly father through your spirit hallelujah I'm not going to be able to do this. 
Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you would subscribe so you can continue to be empowered by the latest message. For more information about Transformation Christian Fellowship or Pastor Brandon Hill, visit our website, transformationchristianfellowship.org, or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to the number 94000 or visit our website. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.